0: guys and i have a discussion about how we do this podcast we've got john champlin marketing guru from ambrosia software to talk about the history of that company and <gasps> i think we have a skype call my mac podcast 312 you're listening to the g-men on the MyMac.com podcast
1: And welcome to the MyMac.com podcast number 312 with uh, Guy and myself, Gaz. Good evening, Guy. How are hey, you? Hey, what's going on, Gaz? Oh, oh, lots and lots and lots and
0: lots for me, I can assure you. Yep. Oh, and <laughs> we have got we have got so much to tell you guys about. Um, uh, l- l- let's go over some of the feedback that we got last week. Uh, we-, we got some, some Twitter feedback. And I-, I wanted to say a-, a very, very quick thank you to Roman Woznick, Neil Wharton, and elic seven seven seven, who all wish me a happy birthday. Thank you very much. Uh, I, th- I think I wished you had happy birthday on Twitter as well. You know. Oh yeah, but I've talked to you <laughs> since then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some more, some more feedback from Twitter. Uh, Michael Butts. I'm not sure if that's his real name or or a joke name. Uh, puts in that he's a big fan of the podcast and that uh, Gaz and you do a great job. Now, on a kind of a weird note, he updated his iPhone 4 to iOS 4.1, and now he's having the proc sensor problems that 4.1 Ooh. was supposed to fix. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's not so good. No, no, no. And, you know, it, it, it it's kind of weird that, that he wasn't having it before, and now he is. So strange. Um nice. We also... Yep, yeah, we also got some feedback from Khalid or Khalid, maybe from Saudi Arabia, in response to our show last week, saying that the Mac is dead. <laughs> so on that dead. note, good night, everybody. <laughs> the Mac is dead. Long live the Mac. The Mac <laughs> is dead.
1: Long live the Mac. Yeah, I I I think it's it's I think it's quite healthy for the time being.
0: Yep, and Gaz, I I, I kind of said this in in the <laughs> introduction, but something very very odd happened last week um you found out that your birthday was a
1: year later and you're not actually 50
0: yes i'm 51 now so (laughs) it it doesn't hurt as much no actually the the really weird thing is we got a skype call someone you're you're winding me up honey No, I'm serious. Somebody actually called the Skype... Uh, Hold on a second. Ah, damn it. Forgot to unplug the phone before we start the show. That's an outtake. No, no, we'll leave it in. So (laughs) (laughs) That's the Skype call you're talking about, isn't it? No, I wish it was. Uh, Let me play that for you right now. Hey, guy. Hey, guys. This is Andy from... California, just wanted to uh, call on your very little used Skype line that you guys always want some calls on. Great podcast, caller. really enjoy Yay. your interaction, uh, Gaz and Guy, good points. It's just uh, kind of a, a nice chat time to listen to you guys talk about Macs and Apple Podcast um, uh, products and stuff. So just appreciate it. I think you guys are doing a great job and uh, just wanted to give you a call. Andy from California thinks you guys are doing a great job. Talk to you later, guy and guy. Bye bye. Well, thank you so very, very much, Andy. That was very nice of you. That was that was. Yeah. I'll I'll send
1: him the check in the post.
0: Okay. Well, as long as uh, as long as he gets paid, you know, I mean, he he should get paid. He's 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 the <laughs> he's one that finally a, called yeah, us. Yeah. Thank
1: you very much. Yeah. Now,
0: if if somebody else wanted to call us, <laughs> now, don't push it. <laughs> don't yeah, push I'm going to jinx it. I swear don't to God, I'll it jinx it. <laughs> But if somebody else wanted to call us on our Skype line, uh, Gaz, what would that telephone number be? Oh, do you know, I never use it, so I couldn't tell you. You tell me. Oh, um, let's see. It's No, I caught it right here, I swear. Area code 703-436-9501. 703-436-9501. Call, and we will put you on the show. Absolutely, and, and on God. a serious
1: note, actually, thanks, Andy. It is it is appreciated.
0: It very very much so. I was I was becoming very very depressed, <laughs> and it had well, nothing more to de-
1: do with more depressed than you are normally.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just now that I'm getting on uh, on in years, you know, those 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 bouts of of depression, knowing that there's just not as many days ahead as there are behind. <laughs> oh, get, get on with it, oh, will you? Getting modeling. I'm getting maudlin. I'm getting maudlin. <laughs> Uh, let, let's talk uh, very, very briefly about some of the new content we have at mymac.com. Go ahead, Gaz. Okay, well, the first one is a re- review
1: of the Arctic Sound P311 Bluetooth headphones. Uh, this is by uh, John Nemo, a good friend. Uh, these come in at $37.95 uh, cents in the US. And I never really got on with uh, Bluetooth headphones, but these, these look quite interesting, actually.
0: Yeah, and he actually had a, a a you know a couple of different people in you know different age brackets try them out, and I think uh, the the one point he was making in the article, which you should all go and read, is that uh, everyone that tried these were amazed at how inexpensive they were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, we have a review of the Elon Form Graphite case for the iPhone 4 by Russ Walkowicz. Uh, he he really really liked it. Gave it an eight out of ten. He, he wasn't willing to uh, to drop his iPhone in order to to t- test its durability. So he he just wouldn't take one for the team.
1: <laughs> and John again has done a review on the Boombox Two Hundred and Ten. Oh, sorry, he's done a review of a a couple of boomboxes, and he's calling it the Boombox 210 Smackdown. Uh, it's the Eton Solra versus the, Skull Candy Superpipe. the Super Superpipe. Uh, and I'm going to not say very much more on that, because actually I've read it, but you can go and read it and see which one you think is best.
0: Yep. Uh, then lastly, we have a review by Rich Lefko of the Crystal Film for the iPad, which is one of those clear covers that you can put over the screen to protect it now i've never used one of these on on my iphone or my ipad ah well that's now there's the difference between us because i've used one on my
1: ipod touches and my daughter certainly wanted one on our iphone but i so far haven't had the inkling to put one on my ipad so well
0: hmm. how did you like it on the ipod touch
1: uh, fine, it was fine. It, the only problem is the edges. They all, you know, they, they say they give you a lifetime guarantee and they'll replace and they uh, yada yada yada. it's yeah. you can be bothered to actually send them back and all that. Right, um, and. You've got to make sure it's the edges that get put down because sometimes if you use it a lot, they do start peeling and the edges look dirty and it doesn't make the the thing look so good. But I I finally got around to taking it off my iPod Touch, thinking, well, you know, perhaps I'll see if I can get rid of it. Although it's a first gen, I'll probably end up just using it as a remote control for uh, a particular device that I might mention later. <laughs> um, <laughs> and within a couple of days, me? I got a small scratch on the screen. Now it's hardly visible, but there you go. i You know, I do think they're worth it. But you know. It's the, the iPod Touch goes with me everywhere in my pocket with sure. keys and stuff. So, what, uh, does iPad, it leave like did it leave does, like
0: a film or anything on it when you, no. after you took it off? No, no, not at all. Not Just at all. wiped clean. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. Well, yeah. it's because it, it, it seems like it's kind of this is twenty five dollars for the crystal film. Um, well, it's
1: much it's much bigger, of course. Um, I don't know, it, you know, I haven't read it. Cause I did read about one protector, which I think was an iPhone protector. Um, Oh, it could have been an iPad protector. Well, you get two of them because they say you never get it on first time round. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the first one is just practice. <laughs> yes. Ah, very good. Um, we've got an interview coming up, real, real quick. So uh, one of the things that that we wanted to do before the interview uh, was was talk about how we do the podcast. Now, you know, every single person that has done this podcast has had a a, a slightly different way of doing it. And w- when I took over the show, it probably took me about—I'm guessing at least 20 shows before I, I came up with a a work, you know, a workflow that I was happy with. Yeah. And Gaz really, really suffered during this time because he was having to. It's like, okay, hold on now, wait, now I, I've got to hit this button over here while I bend my arm backwards and do the hokey pokey. So, yeah. Well, yeah, but, yeah, well the thing was a few times you got me doing the hokey bloody pokey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as it turned out, uh the solution and you know and we, we we're not getting anything from, you know, they're not a sponsor of the show or anything, but the solution that that Gaz and I have found to do this show on a, on a consistently oh I'll say quality just for lack, you know, lack of nothing else. Any, to call it. Lack of any of the wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it turns out most of the products that we use to to do the things that we do on this show, other than GarageBand, which I use to actually record it, is from Ambrosia Software. So, um, real quick now, no one lives in a vacuum. So I'm recording this show on GarageBand, but at the same time. Gaz, as a backup, and this is this is always kind of a smart thing to do when you're using Skype and, and audio chat, is also recording it. And and what do you use to record on your end? Well, I happen
1: to use uh, another product from Ambrosia, uh, and this wasn't planned at all, was it? But it's uh, it's called Wiretap
0: Studio. Yep. And in order to <laughs> route all the 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 different because I've got I've got iTunes, I've got. Uh, Skype. I've got uh, another Ambrosia product called Soundboard that I use to play Andy's Skype call and and some of the uh, some of the sound effects that you've you know, heard on some of the different shows. And here he is, that master of misinformation, <laughs> Mister Know It All. who, right culture fans? Okay, well, there's no culture going on here, but that was from Soundboard, which is uh, another product from Ambrosia Software, and I use this program called wiretap anywhere which hijacks all of these different audio sources from you know software and hardware and puts them onto different channels in GarageBand and probably this is this is I th- I think I've been doing this now for what four shows doing it this way
1: yeah, something like that, and um, I think you certainly seem to be getting it down to a fine art now, which is uh, certainly superb for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. The hardest part, the hardest part now, as far as doing the podcast, really is writing up the show notes afterwards. Yeah, which I just use TextEdit edit from from Apple. No, 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 no Ambrosia <laughs> software for. You know, there's there's no magic software I can hit. And say, okay, go through. Everything that we've just done for the last hour, pull uh, out, can, pull out all the links s- and everything. They're working on that though. Uh, but yeah, dragon Speech, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, mind, mind you, the listeners
1: are not really going to want us to say. And if you go to http colon forward slash forward slash www, <laughs> Yeah, we won't do that.
0: <laughs> no, no, I don't think they'd want to hear that. Um, why don't we? Why don't we take a little break and then we'll bring like John that. in. Uh, do the interview, and and then uh, when we come back from that, you're going to talk about uh, a little something you picked up recently. I certainly am. I certainly am. Okay, why don't you take us out, Gaz? Well, stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. Ah, damn. (laughs) Spaghetti Monster heartily endorses us. Don't believe it? Go ask him yourself. The G Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And we are back. Guy and Gaz, the G Men from the MyMac.com podcast. And today we have John Champlin, who is the marketing director for Ambrosia
2: Software. Actually, I'm more of the PR smiley sort of guy. I do marketing as well, but uh, I'm also the smiley PR person. Make sure everyone's happy. Well, PR smiley works too. Yeah, exactly. Actually, the technical term is actually on the schmooze hound for, uh, for ambrovia. I saw that
0: on the site. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. thought that was funny. It yeah, actually has on my credit,
2: but they, they, excuse me, the business cards actually have the title schmooze hound on there. So people always look at it going schmooze <laughs> hound. I'm like, come on, why not? Hey. It's it, a good, it's a good talking point. I like exactly. that. Exactly. Especially because our, our business cards are so nicely designed. i you ever, next time you see me, uh, ask for one, I'll give you one. It's actually, they're embossed too. So they're very, like raised, this gorgeous, Beautiful business cards, and people look at them like, "Wow, so elegant and Schmoozhound." What the? Is
0: Schmoozhound embossed as well? No, it's not. That's actually the nice fine print below it. So Uh, it's a subtle joke in there. Subtle joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now Ambrosia Software has been around for for quite a long time. Uh, How did they get started? Uh, started with, uh, Andrew
2: Welch, the, uh, El Presidente, which on his business card says actually El Presidente. Uh, we've been around since, uh, we incorporated in 1993. Uh, and prior to that, Andrew was working away in his dorm room. Um, uh, Andrew was, uh, always been a computer sort of person. And, uh, well, I say that, but of course he was going to school originally, uh, at RIT here, Rochester Institute of Technology, for, uh, photojournalism. Sure. And, um, at some point, I think one of his programmer's uh, friends had told him, "You know, you know, you may not make a lot of money here doing photo- photojournalism." Or maybe probably a photojournalist told him that. But uh, uh, long story made sort of short, he um, was using uh, I forget which machine he actually was using it originally, and someone had said that uh, you know Macs aren't good for games. You really can't do anything with gaming, any, anything of that. Uh, sort of prove him wrong, he uh, created Maelstrom, which was kind of that asteroids knockoff, which I think everyone and their brother had in their. Oh yeah! I think
0: I got that from a, a uh, like a freebie disc off Mac User magazine long, long yeah. time ago.
2: Yeah, it's like it probably was like the five hundred one Mac util Mac games or Mac utilities and
0: yeah stuff. It
2: was it, that that disc is like you know we've heard about it for it's like the mythical disc we've had. I, I love um, that
0: scream that that the, the ship does when it blows up.
2: Yeah, also, the, uh, we used to get uh, harassed a lot. for One of our other games we created later on was uh, Aperon or Aperion, depending on how you pronounce it. It was kind of the centipede style. And then always start off with this epic scream at the beginning of it. And uh, I used to joke around in college, all of a sudden you'd have someone in the background and be like working away. All of a sudden you hear the scream in the distance. And you're like, "Ah, oh, someone's playing Aperon. I know this one. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we started off that way. Andrew was uh, made Maelstrom. And uh, it got kind of got picked up by, um, at that point in time, AOL uh, it was just starting out and uh, they were showing off like hey there's Mac people as well we should find some utilities and games and stuff that way so they threw some of our products on the disc so as AOL was taking off when you were a Mac person you happened to get a disc back when that you weren't bombarded with them back in the day yeah. um, now use them as coasters I think uh, but uh yeah, so we were picked up by that way and we kinda got went along. So we were right at the, the initial start of gaming of the Mac world and uh so our name kinda got if you were a Mac person you would see
1: you know Ambrosia's name right there. So it's um, funny because um you you very often uh, associate a company with a specific type of um of application or program. Right. Um I shouldn't really say program because it's showing my Windows type, isn't it really? Dun, um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um and I obviously I used to um, associate uh, Ambrosia with uh, Snaps Pro X because that was the first application that i, I got from your company mm-hmm. and then, as it led on, I then saw that all of the sound type uh, applications that you did and associated uh, that uh, your company with that more mm-hmm. you know, so I thought sound okay we recor- screen recording okay but it's they 're really the bigs on sound but you've <laughs> you know it's it's it 's just incredible to think that you 've really started out. With games, and you've got quite a few games on there, haven't you? So.
2: Yeah, we actually had a lot of our stuff. We had, I mean, we uh, the snaps was actually kind of the interesting uh, evolution, Uh and it's all because of kind of our gaming background originally. Because we were having fun. We Andrew had this idea let's release a couple of small games a year. Um, have some you know nice sales uh spike up sales, and you know as as games do the kind of up and down quick sales, and we just have fun with that way we'll exist that way, and that 's how Ambrosia was for many years and i've been with the company for over twelve or almost twelve I think uh so i've been here for well I had hair that 's how long ago it was, so was,
0: uh, <laughs> I probably had hair back then too I still have. <laughs> Rub it in, man. Rub yeah. it in. Uh, yeah,
1: it. I can send you some if you want. So.
0: <laughs> now, one of the one of the really really big breakout games that 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 put you guys on the map was, I think, the original Escape Velocity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Escape Velocity, and
2: we still that is a one of our most popular products even to this day. We had Escape Velocity. It actually became a trilogy. Uh, it was Escape Velocity, Escape Velocity Override, yep. which were the, originally for the old OS uh, operating system. Uh, still uh, I, are. And, uh, yeah, and, but then, uh, EV Nova came out, which is, uh, for the, uh, OS X. And, uh, that, I think, was released about six years ago. And that's still a game that gets talked about daily on, uh, via emails. People, you know, people love that game. I actually was looking at a, a web board just, uh, yesterday. Uh, someone asking about Mac games. Um, so I just kind of float around the, on the internet looking for people, what people are talking about. The first, first response on there was talking about EV Nova. And I was I was amazed. I mean, that's a six year old game, and it's the first time people first thing people thought about was it for EV Nova. And uh, yeah, definitely that was one of a game that it's sold extremely well. Um, but it's funny because we had uh, one of our other games was Demos Rising that actually was uh, bundled with the Mac too. Some people didn't realize it was our game until, like, I'd be at MacWorld showing off old games of ours, and I show Demos Rising, which is a it's a it's a scroller, it's a top scroller, you're pl- flying in a ship, very arcade style. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, I play this game all the time. It was on my my Mac." Sure enough, we were there. So in the back of your brain, Ambrosia's is always there, trying to, trying to. <laughs> yeah, start and the game. thing,
1: and the, the, what what's <laughs> another throwaway in there is that that particular game, uh, even over that you just mentioned, uh, along with a few others. Is Windows compatible as well? Yes, we actually brought uh the EV Nova. People
2: liked it so much that they were they wanted to have it on their, their the PC side of things. So we actually it's one of our few products that we've actually ported over and we're, you know, still supporting it. Uh and so it's Windows and PC and it's a it's a great game. Thanks. But, uh, Actually, it was was funny. You were talking about snaps before. I was going to tell you uh, how, how really snaps came about was kind of funny that, um, we needed to have screen captures for our games and our full set of games. So our programmers made a little tool to capture our, like, full, full screen application, you know, the, the game. And it was handy. So as Ambrosia always does, like, maybe someone else would like this. So we start, we put it together and made snaps. And the initial Snaps product was, uh, the, the artwork for it was kind of a little cheesy, but it worked. <laughs> and it's been uh, growing ever since. And we still have Snap, you know, Snaps Pro 2 can capture movies. And it was, you know, the industry standard for, for many, many, many years. Yeah. And it's yeah. used by, I, I if everyone, uh, it's schools use it. The uh, Secret Service use it. It's, uh, even the, uh, the, the Queen of England Secret uh, Service, uh, they actually, uh, are, are users of Snaps. They contact yep. us here and there. Yeah, so. but you mustn't tell anybody. Well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> we'll, we'll
0: bleep out that whole section. Exactly. This is one, one long tone.
2: Nice
0: product being <laughs> used by people. Whose idea was uh, Sketch Fighter 4000 Alpha?
2: That actually was brought to us by a uh, the the programmer for it. And his name escapes me at the moment. I, I, and uh, it's funny. He he showed it to us. And Andrew came in and he goes, I want you to – and I'm a game person. Andrew knows this. I mean, I, I love utility. I talk about utilities all the time. Deep down, though, I love having a good game on my Mac. So Andrew walks up to me. He's like, "Hey, I wanted to try this this game we have. It's called Sketch Fighter." And uh, I, I open up the the DMG he gave to me, and at the moment I saw it, I'm like, "This is amazing! This is like you know you can print money. This is this thing here, <laughs> and it's the coolest game." It was um, I don't know if, if the listeners don't know what it is. It's like a uh, the, the notebook in, in your science class back in grade nine when you're drawing little stick figures and they're fighting stuff out, little ship, and you're playing that little ship flying around a graph paper fighting it out. Yeah. And that was one of those ones where a third party, a person who was a, a very talented person, very, you know, uh, came forward. And he's like, I have this idea. I'd like to work with us. And Ambrosia, you know, um, we're doing a little more utilities now. So our, our resources are aimed more at making these epic big utilities. But prior to that, we loved having uh, third party people come up with these ideas. And we would get people, you know, weekly. These, these ideas were amazing but couldn't actually, you know, put the energy into them, unfortunately. But that was another one. Uh, Escape Velocity actually was based on uh, was what a uh, person wrote to us. Uh, Matt Birch, who did Escape Velocity, uh, contacted us and he hears this game and we played it. It was amazing. And uh, so he's like, "Yeah, we'll sign you." Here's some contracts. And he's like, "Well, I needed my parents to sign them for me." Or parents. It turned out he was only like a teenager. Oh my he God! Was, <laughs> yeah. So he was this talented little programmer guy. Picture the the big glasses, the tape in the middle. Total geek. And. Uh, now he is actually building jet engines for uh, the military. I think so. The amazing things of Ambrosia before and after. He's a geek. Now he's this big Top Gun guy wearing you know flying around in jets. So
0: <laughs> now at, at some point, your the Ambrosia as a company started to kind of shift away from games mm-hmm. to utilities. What was kind of the the genesis of that? Did that did that kind of start with Snaps Pro? Yeah, actually, it started with
2: snaps, and, uh, it's definitely, a, it's, it's a, uh, organic sort of growth. The snaps, you, you need a snaps for, then, uh, we moved into doing, uh, capturing movies with snaps. And, um uh, then people are asking for a little more, you know, capturing certain audio files needed. And every time we, it's, it's been a, um, the the gradual change is actually has been because of necessity in the market itself and people requests from users people actually write to us saying you know i love this could i maybe have this down the road and uh so originally like our first product for capturing like wiretap originally was just wiretap it was a very small just captured audio everything that was being played it was a free product actually and uh we just made it because, like, we actually, you know, we make things sometimes that if we use them and we think people are going to want them, we just, like, give them away. Like, you know, Wiretap, the original one, was like, listen, we like it. It's handy. You guys have been such good, you know, supporters of us for so long. Go ahead. And uh, so we had it. And then people were like, hey, can uh, maybe in the next build, can you do this and can you do that? And once you start adding more of these more ideas into it, we start like, oh, well, so we have a developer working on it more. And then a developer became full-time working on it. And uh, then he had a little minions below him helping out here and there. So it's been just, uh, you know, it wasn't like one day, you know, Andrew snapped out of bed, like, that's it. We're doing utilities from this point on. There wasn't a glowing like utility bat sign in the air, in the air showing him to go for.
0: Utilities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although
2: he does wear tights and a cape. So I don't know if that really plays <laughs> out. He's not going to listen to this, is he? Yeah. Oh, if he does. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, he probably will. Actually, I, uh, I like showing all the radio shows off and Andrew's very big on, you know, supporting ambrosian seeing what people hear and listen about stuff so yeah guy it, guy I'm,
1: I'm sure the schmooze hound can schmooze his way through that one I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure i hope i've been here for 12 <laughs> years so i have <laughs> i
2: have my ability
1: to you, get in and you've out got eyes. history you've got history
2: <laughs> exactly. the big doe eyes i bat at him oh really oh no he's no, a great I'm, guy actually i love working for him. he's he's uh, one of the most dynamic bosses i've ever i've ever met in my life he um if if you ever get a chance to go back and look at some of the old things he'd written, um, you'll laugh at it because Ambrosia wasn't just a company about that made games and then utilities. We were Ambrosia, and had this really weird um, a following toward just the you like the the people who worked there as well. Uh, people would be quite uh, taken aback by these random stories we had. We'd always have. Uh, Actually, Andrew had these things he called him his feats of stupidity. And he would write up the blog about something he just did that was so stupid. Like, I don't know why I did it, but here's a whole story. (laughs) So, uh, when I first started working at Ambrosia, it was amazing. I'd be walking someplace and I'd happen to mention I worked for Ambrosia and they would ask about the tech support guy. I mean, how many companies do you know that you would know offhand the tech support guy's name and ask about something about he had recently done? So, you know, we were this very uh, charismatic small group of weirdos that were making great games and then awesome utilities. So that's why I never have never worry about you know uh, cracking a joke here because Andrew would crack a joke right back at me. That's that's the best thing about Ambrosia. We're a fun place to work, and it's just a great place. Like you know, you have no problem. Like we have a meeting here, and there's some jokes that I you know we can't record them because they're that you know
0: risque. <laughs> that risque. Like that. Yeah,
2: but uh, it's a great place to work, and that's the reason I I, I like and, and you know if I harass Andrew, he'll harass me right back.
0: Now, so. not everything not everything that you guys put out uh, do. Y- that you know, I mean, you don't charge for for some of the stuff that you've got. Yeah,
2: you know, no, we uh like uh, we did with original wiretap. Until we started having to put a lot of resources into it, we were happy to have it. You know, people using the product and content to use it. Uh, we have things like uh, easy envelopes, which originally was a small application on the uh, the original OS. You know, like nine and earlier, uh, but now once the uh, when uh, the ten came out, there was these little widgets, and and people like, hey, the widgets are cool, and we. Sure enough, we're like you know, Andrew thought, like you know, what? Why not make a widget with our easy envelopes and just give it away? I mean, have fun. It, it's it was a utility that we actually needed. We actually created easy envelopes because of our Christmas card list. Because Ambrosia sends our Christmas yeah, cards.
0: That, that, that's, that's what I use it for myself. Yeah,
2: it was another thing. We had a necessity for it, and then we just made a, a really pretty uh, design for it and uh, gave it away as a widget. And of course, it also does help. I mean, you get your name out there. I mean, I can't say it's all you know, non-altruistic uh, you know, sort of tendencies here, but.
1: uh we, is uh, there is there also a little bit of a give back to the uh, the Mac community there as well? Is well, that no, that sort I, of thought process? Because you know, if you've been supported and you've got a, a small app which you think, well, it's not going to go too much further. It, you know, it's a standalone. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't charge too much. Let's just give it away to the Mac community. Is that some you know some of that process? That yeah, mindset. that's very big.
2: Andrew Andrew loves doing that. Andrew likes being the the person that. I mean, he, he, the Mac community has the community has supported us this entire time. It's been the uh, the the strong, uh, you know, it pays our paychecks. You know, that's how it goes. But not besides mm-hmm. that, they've supported us. Like we've had some random weird games, and people loved them for it. And and so Andrew loves giving back to the to the, the Mac community. It's a excellent. great guy. So
1: excellent.
0: So now 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 you're you're mostly you know especially for for newer users in in the Mac community, mm-hmm. you're you're more known for these for these utilities, especially your sound utilities. Yeah, our sound utilities are amazing.
2: With we have Wiretap Studio. Which was from the Wiretap families, and a recent one was Wiretap Anywhere, which is an addition. It's not like it's not just an upgrade from Wiretap Studio. It's actually a completely different product. Which uh, Wiretap Studio, which I think you talked about before, was uh, it's a, uh, audio capturing. Uh, software and, uh, applications.
1: Which is, sp- which is what, which is what I use to do a bit of a backup as we go along. Yes,
2: I, I do it myself. Actually, I have Wiretap Studio going on my end too, in case anything happens. So, I've, I, it's great for backup, but I love it for making, uh, you know, uh, you have live preview, uh, aspects in there. it actually has patent pending, or actually patented software, not pending. It's actually patented software with our live preview technology in there, um, and, uh, like lossless editing and a library system in there. But the, uh, the next thing we're moving on to now is the uh, Wiretap Anywhere, and it's Wiretap Type Anywhere 2 should be coming out shortly. And it's one of those products that originally we created thinking like, ah, maybe a few people will like it. It wasn't really meant to be aimed at like a large, huge audience of people. It was for those people that were that already happened to have like, you know, Logic or uh, like high audio you know, yeah,
0: Soundtrack Pro or something like that. Yeah,
2: something like that you spend money on and you don't want to have to spend more money on, you know, some of these little, getting things to work together. This was actually utility that came together and an idea of uh, blending things together. So you have one device that brings your all your channels and inputs into one you know one device you can use and uh it actually i mean it saves physical space and you know a headache on the computer itself like i actually have multiple microphones coming in um and uh the cool thing is the what well, you know the, the next step for the new version it just makes it that much better so you're allowed to like um Route uh, individual hardware channels to whatever input you want on your computer. Yep. So this is becoming now this this fine tuning device. That uh, it's funny. Once one person has it, uh, the next person like, what, what's that right there in your computer? It's like, oh, this is wiretap anywhere. And then they use it, and they're like, it, it offers such a amazing thing that, uh, it, and it's all done by software now. There's no hardware to worry about. You know. So you have one plug going in, and everything else does the rest. So um, it's just a great product. And this was a brainchild of our our. Uh, um programmer Dominic, uh, and he's very talented. He he's a guy that I'm, I'm we're very fortunate to have his skill set here. Actually all of our programmers have amazing the the brochure programmers are top notch. I've never met anyone as talented as the brochure programmers here. So.
0: Well I know I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I saw the uh the video preview that uh that Jim um I can never pronounce his last name. Dal Ripple? Yes, thank you. <laughs> there you go. And um uh, if I had one complaint about Wiretap anywhere is that sometimes in GarageBand I'd have to kind of you know search around from week to week to figure out where it was routing mm-hmm. some of the some of the various uh, outputs from from software. I mean, it doesn't take me that long, and considering what it does. You know, mm-hmm. it's been a lifesaver. I don't have to use a separate mixer. I don't have cables yeah. going that, all that, over the place. that's the thing place. that I
2: couldn't stand myself having a separate mixer. Have all this <sighs> stuff. It was a, it was a headache. And and the worst thing is you didn't want to spend like they're always like, oh, you can buy this bigger mixer and that will take care of your problem. It's like yeah, it's another two grand. Yeah. Uh, um, so now we have this one here, and now with WireTap Anywhere Two coming out, I mean, you can root, you can root, you know, not just limited to the hardware, you can rooting the software applications too. Yep. So hopefully, this is the new one's going to blow everyone's you know, out of the water here with what the capabilities are. So, and then and, of course
0: uh, the other thing—the other thing that we use on the podcast—we talked about this in the in the first part of the show—was a uh, soundboard. Mm-hmm. That's just a fun app. I enjoy that one probably more than I should because not
2: only do I use it for doing audio <laughs> recordings, but I have it set up in my uh, my machine and speakers at all times. So when someone says a dumb joke in the office, I got the sound effect all ready to go. And uh, we interrupt this
1: program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. See,
2: that's exactly how that it was well, soundboard is the one of the coolest apps for and very simple what it needs. It's like the cart machines of the old radio days. We have a giant exactly. big mixing board. And prior to this, there was nothing on the Mac that was even close to this that would as nice, like nicely designed either simplistic. Uh, you just drag and drop an audio into there. You can actually edit it down. Now the new one coming out has a lot more features. And, uh, we have, um, if you check out our, the Ambrosia uh, news blog, we have some of the upcoming, stories and a kind of sneak peek pictures of stuff. Uh, but yeah, soundboard, you're really going to with because we have, um, we have adding, uh, there's, uh, uh, editing windows in there. We can actually, you can add effects to it if you need to change the sounds, trim stuff down. So a lot of how wiretap studios, you know, not quite as, as robust as wiretap studio can do with audio snaps, uh, excuse me, soundboard now is, is able to do that as well. And, uh, you can, you know, drag and drop, uh, different soundboards into where you want to, uh, you can share your soundboard boards which has been you know amazing for certain people uh and it's this the product that uh it's deceptively fun too like i said i have it up there and you'll put random sound effects in there and i've actually used it for you know working on podcasts actually helping out with uh live uh, stage performances and having a whole thing set up with a laptop now i have a laptop with all my mp3 set up to go you know and just plug it into the thing and go yep. so
0: and you've got you've got uh, keyboard shortcuts that you can yep. use to to just bring up any one of them, stop any one of them in in you know mid play. I know that even um, any- MIDI
2: one, you actually can set up having a MIDI device too, which a lot of like DJs use. We have DJs that use our product religiously; they love it. And you actually can tune, uh, set up a MIDI device to ac- accommodate sound. So we have. Uh, uh, DJs actually mixing sound in their shows using st- uh, soundboard. so it's not just some you know peripheral little small thing. This is their active device sure. they're using on their you know the the big touch pads or even uh, they one guy had a turntable hooked up to it so he can you know mix things that way. It's really crazy.
0: Well, the actually, one, the you one may, you, gra- you, uh, sorry, go ahead, guys. Yeah, what well, you
1: mentioned their touchpads and and one of the things I know that you do some iPad games. Are you mm-hmm. thinking of bringing any of these sound utilities over to the iPad at all? We don't have anything announced yet, but we,
2: we actually, um, I'll say you here to hear first. We really love to see soundboard bring over, like a sound pad sort of thing. We, we, you know, nothing's been announced yet. And, uh, I, I, can see Andrew's gears going. Everyone smile. We see a product and when the iPad came out to his hand, you just saw these light bulbs going off. Like, you know, he was just thinking away. And, uh, I definitely think that, you know, if in Andrew's, Andrew's ideas that he wants to see some of our, you know, utilities be perfect for the iPad. Um, especially, like I said, with the DJs using, like, soundboard and things like that. This is something that is, is, it, like, the natural progression we do with all the other products. It'll find, there'll be a need for it, and Ambrosia will fill that need with whatever products we, you know, feel it can be the best offered to the Mac community, community. Excellent.
0: And uh I think uh we 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 need to we need to get moving on to to our next topic John thank you so very very much for coming on tonight. Oh, no thank you guys. I had a blast. Uh actually as a way like I said
2: thanking thanking you folks I'd like to offer all your listeners a Ooh, freebie stuff uh, Yeah, freebie or, stuff or at least uh, a, least little a bit discount off stuff. stuff. Yeah, discount yeah, I, stuff. I, this kind of stuff I love I wish we used to have a lot of merchandise here like shirts and things like that unfortunately we don't do that as much as we used to we're hoping to get some new stuff here soon I've
0: got a couple of uh, Ambrosia t-shirts they're very cool very classic
2: I tell you they're I have some fun titles on there, fun shirts, fun designs. Uh, we even had hats and cards and everything else. But uh, until we get that back, I, I, when, I, when I get some more products in, uh, I'll call you guys right away and give some. you'll get some freebies to give away to your listeners. Cool. But until then, uh, I can at least offer guys at least a discount code to any listeners um, like anyone who wants to try out. Well, first off, all of our products are a 30-day free trial. So download them, try them. You have 30 days to try your products out. Uh, some of the products we talked about today aren't out yet, but uh, they should be out hopefully soon. So download them, try them out. And if you do like them, I at least save 15% off them by uh, using mymac five uh, in the coupon code area at the store. So at least you say 15% off. That's at least something I can give you guys for helping out so much. And like I said, when I get some sort of cool shirt, you guys expect to have some fun giveaways to your listeners too.
0: So I need so uh two XL tall. Thank
2: you very much. <laughs> you, you and I are, have convergent evolution. You know that, you know, I'm, I'm two XL tall, bald, uh, facial hair. So convergent evolution right
0: here. Well, how, so. how tall are you, John? I'm not super, super tall. I'm only about six foot two or so. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm sitting at about just a little under six, six.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You look big in
0: the
1: pictures,
2: I
0: guess. to say. So. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. All so- I got to do is throw some sort of like, you know, uh, meter in there. Like, I don't know, 45 meters tall, 15 stones. I don't know. Like Anyone <laughs> <I, I'm laughs> listening would be like, Americans are uh, like, I guess that's what? tall. I don't know. Yeah, oh, wow. That must be center. a
0: lot. Yeah. Stones? <laughs> like exactly. Stonehenge? Exactly. Still, I'm 15
2: stone <laughs> tall. That's how tall I am, actually.
0: John, thanks so much for coming on. So, everyone, you can get 15% off any uh, Ambrosia software product by using the coupon code MyMac15. MyMac15. You can go right to their website. It's Ambrosia, dot com. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be spending some money after this show's finished. Well, yeah, use the code. I will do. So everyone, please stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back.
1: The best podcast you'll ever hear is the one you're listening to right now. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back. Um, What a nice guy that John Champlin was. Although, Guy, I'll tell you what. I'm sure we fell asleep through that interview. Did you hear some snoring or something?
0: Well, there, yeah, yeah, there, there was a little <laughs> bit of background noise. As it turns out, uh, we were ta- we talked to John for a bit after we got done recording. Uh, he has a Boston Terrier named Phineas who was fast asleep the entire time that he was recording. And, <laughs> as it turns out, Ambrosia Software, you know, because like he was, John was saying, they're not a real big company. Uh, they have a lot of animals. At their facility, and they actually have a uh, a page called the Scratching Post that is dedicated <laughs> to all the animals at Ambrosia Software, and we'll 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 put a link in the show notes so that it's you can great. see all the the dogs and and actually their their main mascot, and for a long time this has been true, is a uh, an African parrot. Well, isn't that a surprise? And he's you can follow him on Twitter.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm now thinking I'm going to have to do a double. <laughs> Oh, yeah,
0: one, one for one for me and one for Hector, Hector the ambrosia yeah. Parrot, and I, I and I love his name Hector D Bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is is that the? Uh, oh,
1: that's that's his Twitter handle, isn't? That's it? That's his Twitter handle. Yeah, H E C T O R D B Y R D. Hector yeah. D Bird. I yeah,
0: love it. I, and he was saying that he's on Facebook too. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, my my son my son know, Peter went ahead and, and made a, a, a Facebook page. He's no parrot, so, no oh, sorry
1: guy you finish off
0: no well he he made a Facebook page for our guinea pig named uh, Zuko, so if you go if you go to Facebook, you can befriend our the the Searle's family <laughs> guinea pig named Zuko Zuko Searle yeah. yeah so no, you uh you actually made a, a major purchase last week, didn't you, Gaz? I might just have done, yes. I, I think I
1: mentioned on last week's show that I was thinking about um, going ahead and selling the Apple TV, the current one I've got, which was a 40 gigabyte. and Sure. Uh, something, uh, we don't normally keep very much on it. at the back of my mind, I thought, okay, I'll sell the Apple TV, and I'll also sell a, uh, uh, a Mac Mini, which I've got uh, running in the garage, which I use as the – uh, kind of a an iTunes server. For,
0: that was that know. was your old G4 one?
1: No 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 no. No that was uh, that was a uh, actually an Intel uh, oh, 2 oh, oh, gigahertz. Okay.
0: You know, I was thinking pitch. of David Cohen cuz he had, yeah. he had yeah, a G4 right. Mac mini. Sorry. That's right.
1: And um basically I thought well I'll, I'll sell those two and put uh, put the the cash that I get from there towards um uh, a Mac mini a new one. However i you know I I've been kind of scouring the um the refurb store Uh, on Apple's site over here in the UK and been thinking, okay, if I sell them before I get a a replacement, so be it. I mean, I'll get a lot of hassle from the family, but so be it. Right. Anyway, in the refurb store last week, um, up popped um, a standard Mac Mini, which was uh, the standard version with two gigabytes of RAM, 320 hard drive, two point four. CPU, um, and basically it was in the refurb store at 100 pounds below the uh, list price. Wow! And I'm not adverse to buying products from the Apple refurb store, so that's, I thought that's right.
0: that's, the, that's the only place I buy mine. Yeah, so I jumped in there
1: uh, and, and got a purchase on on that one, and at the same roughly about the same time, put the uh, my items on eBay and sold them on e- eBay. I got you know pretty. I was I got exactly what I was looking for um for the two items so um pretty much just over probably well over half the price of the uh the new mini was covered by those two products which are you know relatively older products
0: yeah so i mean um, you figure that your your mac mini was what 3 years old your older one
1: yeah 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 and the apple
0: tv was what year and a half well, 2 years old 2 years old at least 2 years old yeah, yeah and, uh, now that's Netflix. that that's amazing now if you'd had say a windows computer from 3 years ago. <laughs> it, it, yeah it's funny I've been having this conversation with a
1: couple of the guys at work and you know I've said to them on numerous occasions that it's always difficult to justify your first purchase but once you've got one the second purchase is always really easy to justify. Yeah, and some drawer. of them, and and you know I brought up this instance of me selling these and 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 you know basically being able to partially or quite considerably fund the next purchase of my next uh, Device, although I'm doing it for a slightly different reason than they would probably. Um, yeah, you know, and it's kind of getting them to think about. Hang on a minute, you know, there could be some reasoning behind uh, the pricing and um, and the worth, the long term value worth of actually owning an Apple
0: product. Sure, well, that's something a lot of people don't think <clears> about. You know, they they look at the the price that it is now and don't. And realize, I can understand that guy. Oh, well, I sure, can
1: understand sure. that. Because <clears throat> it is, it's, but they, you know, it, it's difficult to quantify the fact that you're going to get a lot more back for that device in years to come when you've got to spend the money up front. Um, but, you know, I po- I've pointed a few of them into the uh, refurb store and I've got a few people interested in products. And actually, another friend of mine uh, rang me on Saturday morning just before I was going out to do a uh, um, ref a game. And he said, I just want your advice, Gary um, iPad. So I went through all of the reasoning as to why I got my particular iPad, just the Wi-Fi version, et cetera, et cetera, and the size. And, uh, yeah, he, he got one Saturday afternoon.
0: <laughs> did he get Did he get the Wi-Fi or the 3G? No, he just got the basic Wi-Fi one um,
1: because it, uh, because of the process and how he's going to use it. And right. it, I think I just kind of confirmed with him the way I use it and um, the, you know, the fact that it's basically used around the house. And yeah. if I'm going to go anywhere, it's going to, to be somewhere that i know and that i know whether it's got wi-fi or not but i also pointed out to him that i do have uh, a mi-fi so if i do need to get go somewhere or if i do want to go somewhere and use wi-fi i can take two devices but uh sure. he was he, he was quite happy because he said basically i'm going to use it at home and he's going to use it on plane trips
0: well did you know so, that uh, the ipad uh, there's been a couple of refurb ipads in the store as well yeah they started showing up in the u.s store haven't they so yeah. uh, Anyway, the the reason, obviously, that my
1: my story was that I was going. Oh get wait, this Mac we were talking you,
0: about we were talking about you and and your new Mac <laughs> Mini, Mac weren't Mini. we? Ooh. So
1: basically, I've got this Mac Mini to use as a media server, um, you know, to replace the uh, the Apple TV. And uh, so far, I've you know I've got it up and running, and I've, I've got it. It's very clean. There's not a lot of applications on there. But what I have installed on there is Plex, um, to obviously um read a lot of the media that i've got um based on a hard drive an external hard drive okay, why don't you explain what plex is okay plex is basically um a piece of software which is an interface um that it's recently had an upgrade it's still i think it's still on point zero nine. so you could say it's actually still in beta, beta. you say beta i say beta um um, but basically this piece of software goes out to any of your linked devices on your network um, and you can also point it to um, certain places on your network to say that I have certain types of media whether they be TV shows, movies, photographs or music um, and this will the. Um, Plex Media Server will pick up that information of those particular um, pieces of uh, media that you've got, whether it be film, etc. And then it, it will do the job of going out to uh, the interwebs to find um metadata for that particular show so your naming conventions here are a little bit important so if you've got the name of the film and the year it can pick up the name of that film it picks up the year it'll also do a little bit of cross-referencing on the length of show as well so and then it'll come back and bring all sorts of artwork uh, for you and it brings back the information of the show lots of it's a really nice interface
0: so it, it kind of fills in some of the metadata that, uh, you
1: know, if, yes, if yes, you just... it just... Go ahead. It, 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 it fills in the missing um, the missing piece of data, which you perhaps haven't got in iTunes, but it doesn't write it to the file. It basically keeps it in its own server so that it can, you know, it can show you what it knows about that piece of, uh, of media that you've got. But there are some catch-outs. Um, I've got one... Of, I've got one or two videos in there which are videos that I've done um, of the family, of holidays um, and even some, you know, videos that I've put together of, of basically just pictures. So, you know, we've created a... a, a kind of a like montage? A, slide, a slideshow. Yeah, a slideshow which might have a mix of movies and pictures in there with some um, a music backtrack. And it, it <laughs> it's got one which it thinks is called Medicine Woman. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> it, it's called this it's called this particular clip uh dr quinn Medis- medicine woman and i'm shaking my head thinking no no and i've tried to to stop it from calling it and so far i can't i can't do it but i'm sure there's a trick and i haven't just found it yet because i'm i'm still relatively new to this piece of software um but it it's it, it makes me laugh anyway
0: now um, what about
1: picks- sorry go on
0: i was gonna say what about um now with the apple tv they there's a, a couple of of internet sites that it'll go to to get video content. However, your selections that that are available to you with the Mac mini are going to be much greater. And, you know, what are some of the sites that that you have set up to watch videos? Well, it- to, to be honest with you, that's another thing that Plex does. It actually has um,
1: developers that have written what they call applications or, or add-ons for music, for videos. Um, I'm not sure that I think there's a few for TV shows as well, and um, obviously YouTube is one of the add-ons that you can write um, that, that that's got an application in there, so you can go onto the YouTube and search YouTube as you would normally, um, and there are you know quite a number of other um various applications which you can install through plex and what i'm trying to do is try and keep it simple because um you know i've got to say i'm the geekiest geek in the house um, right. and although my daughters don't mind messing about um mrs Kazmaz is not best pleased when she has to fiddle she likes to press a button sit down have, and watch. have it work that's right, and have it work. And um, I think we mentioned this last time. It's yeah. a, a bit similar to me going in the car and it not working. I'm just going to be annoyed rather than anything else. Um, and And that's what I was hoping Plex would do. And so far, it's okay, but it's not perfect but as i say it's not it's not it's still really i suppose a, a beta product so you have to be yeah. a little bit careful at pointing fingers at it because it is it is a really nice interface But and, are, and
0: i imagine that there's a bit of a learning curve as well yeah for, absolutely not, not only for for you as you know the keeper of the keys that you know is going to say okay i want this content and i want that content but also your kids and uh miss gc so that she can, you know, figure out. Okay, well, I want to watch this. How do I do that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but if, as I say, if it, if it gets too involved, she's she's more likely to say, "That's it. I, you know, I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to go and read a book now." And she doesn't have any problems with that at all. But the funny thing is, I'd say I'd be rather disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got. To, I'm, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible, and if it means I've kind of put money aside as well you know this sale has also gone with the proviso in the back of my mind that i may still need to get one of those new apple tvs and that's still in the back of my mind that it, it may be that the interface that she uses is the apple tv interface and and that's fine That's absolutely fine. Plus, not only her, but anybody else that comes around, you know, if we've got babysitters or somebody coming around to stop and they just want to watch TV, you know, some people don't want to fiddle about having to have, uh, you know, a a computer interface. Now, with the Plex, the Plex software, you can actually load it. So, you know, that's the first thing you see and it will obviously be loaded and you can just use the Apple remote. Or actually, I've got a Harmony re- remote, which is wired up to. to
0: That's Belkin.
1: Uh, so, so, uh, no, Harmony is is oh, crikey! You've caught me on the hot there. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'll, come, I'll come back to. I'll tell you who does uh, the Harmony re- remotes in a minute. Um, but um, that actually acts as a um, as an Apple remote as well, and so if anybody comes round you know it just makes it easy for them to to go into it the the problem with the harmony uh, remotes which are by logitech by the way and great. Right. for not not right. remembering that um the, the one thing with it is it can't play DRM media that I've bought through iTunes, which is a bit of a pain.
0: Are you talking about Plex um, or, or? Plex, or, sorry. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. Plex can't play any of that DRM stuff. So I, I've basically got uh, an interface which, you know, I want an interface to come up. However, if they want to play something that's DRM, they're not going to know that until they try and play it. Or, I, you know, I've got to try and find a way of perhaps not having that in there. But if it's not in there, they're not going to see it and they're not going to be able to play it. So, <laughs> uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm between the devil and the deep blue sea at the moment with it. So, uh, But so far, you know, uh, the machine is great, absolutely great. And it's really small. I mean, I'd, I've taken a, um, a box out because I'm also going to add um, – I've actually got a, one of these Elgato um, um, TV sticks. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I use uh, an ITV. Stick, which I think I'm going to be putting in the back, so we can record TV onto the Mac as well, um, or watch
0: TV through the Mac. Right, so kind of set it up as like a DVR as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's it's acting as your DVD player for those times that you want to watch a DVD. Yeah, it's acting as your you know your your media server, not only for the stuff that you have there in the house, either purchased or acquired in some way, into iTunes. But also has the ability to go out onto the internet and go to some of the other sites that also serve up video content.
1: Absolutely, and and w- one of the things also that um, when I was uh, thinking about the, the purchase of the product is that I also needed to go out and buy a DVD player because we have got lots of DVDs. The girls do still like to watch DVDs, and our old DVD, which ha- happened to be a PVR as well, had broken. So I was going to have to spend money on that. So that's the reasoning I went down the Mac Mini route to try and make it the complete solution.
0: Yeah, and that was one of my complaints about the original apple tv is that okay it just added another box yeah. to the complex you know to the complexity of of you know all this other stuff that i have i was looking for apple to to allow me to take things out and replace it with one thing you know kind of a convergence device like they do with mobile devices but with entertainment Uh, Yeah, uh, but I I
1: understand they've kind of gone the other way, haven't they? Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's almost like (laughs) okay. Go ahead. Sorry, go on. No, 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 please, please.
1: Well, well, well. uh, I think their thought process is they're trying to make it simpler, and you know, and that for probably what seventy five percent of the people is where they want to go. They want to turn it on. They want to press a button. They want to sit down and watch.
0: Yeah, and don't particularly care where the content comes from as long as it looks pretty good. As you long know. as they've got easy access to finding yep. it and playing it, and uh, that's that's you know if, if there's one thing that Apple does really really well most of the time is the user interface. So yep. if if you've if you've bought something, you know you, you look at some of the the you know the DVRs that are out there right now and and other devices along those lines, and or even the the media center PCs. And they they talk about oh yeah well why would anybody want an Apple TV when I can have this media center PC and it'll do this and it'll do that I said yeah but how do you you know give it the grandmother test you know give yeah. give the remote to your grandmother can your grandmother figure out how to watch a movie on it if she can't I, then your I'll device you what, has just failed well
1: I'll tell you what um guy and and. Not that we're, you know, having a go at grandmothers, but actually <laughs> I'm going to put my hand up and say if I go into somebody else's house and they've got a media center which needs any sort of more than one button press, I'm going to sit there and scratch my head if it's not an Apple device. Yeah. So, you know, that, I think that works for, for everybody. It doesn't even have to be your grandmother. It, you know, you know, I, I kind of say Mrs. Gazmaz or because she just wants, she just wants simplicity. She doesn't care. Um, she's, she's interested, but she doesn't care. So she's not that interested unless she can press a few buttons. And if I went to someone else's house and they said, right, we're going out, Gaz, you know, watch the TV while we're out for an hour. And they've got a media device on there. I'm thinking, okay, so, you know, where do I start? yeah and and that's where the simplicity and i do like i think this is going to be a bit of a, an ongoing um segment for us why you know i try and find out just how how well we're coping with this process
0: no that'd be so great stay tuned to stay tuned <laughs> <like> to <laughs> or something along those lines something along those lines um i think uh we we need to we need to wrap things up here before, before okay we could probably go on easy for another half hour talking about this stuff. Uh, gaz, if someone wanted to contact you, how would they do it? If, if somebody really wanted to
1: contact me, they could contact me at gaz at mymac.com. That's my email address. You can follow me at Twitter. Uh, that's twitter.com forward slash gazmaz.
0: And, Guy, can, can anybody contact you? Well, if they really wanted to, uh, they could. they could contact me of uh, my email address which is guy at mymac dot com. I can also be found at Twitter at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. Ah! <laughs> did, did you like the delay there? Did you I, like uh, the delay? You, you had me okay. scared for just a minute. Is he going to do it this week? <laughs> um, you can also send us feedback at or with uh, feedback at mymac.com and Thank you very much for breaking the ice. You can call our Skype direct number which is area code 703 436 9501 and I can pretty much guarantee that if you call that number and as long as you're not cursing or 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 you know saying bad things about either Gaz or my grandmother's inability <laughs> to use a Media Center PC, it'll be on the show next week. Yep. So, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you so much for, for downloading this pod. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, gosh, darn yeah. it. Um, remind everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost forgot. Uh, please go to iTunes if you have a Mo and, uh, leave us some feedback on the Guy and Gaz version of the MyMac.com po- MyMac <laughs> dot com pod, MyMac.com pod. Boy, this is giving me flashbacks back to the 300th show. Spit it out, boy. Yep. Uh, Also, oh, and you know what? We should have mentioned this earlier. Uh, Tim Robertson's new podcast, Tech Fan, is now the first episode, at least as far as, you know, as of today, Tuesday, September 21st, is now live. And if you're getting this show via an RSS feed in iTunes, you probably saw it. He did that one with David Cohen. Speaking of David okay. Cohen, yep. Okay. So Tech Fan is up and running. I don't know if he's planning on making a separate site for that yet. I know eventually he's going to, you know, put it into its its own RSS feed. Gaz, hello. Oh, I lost you there for a minute. Okay, well that'll be about five seconds, and I'm going <laughs> to yank out of the show. So everyone, all... so you know, contact us through all the various methods that that we've given you. Uh, And everybody, remember, go over to Ambrosia,
1: and if you fancy to buy something, use that discount code, MyMac15.
0: MyMac15, MyMac15, and Ambrosia Software has been a supporter of the Mac platform for a very, very long time, even in the the dark days of the late 90s, so they deserve our support. Find something you like, buy it, and get it with 15% off. And like I'd also like to thank John Champlin very, very quickly for uh, coming coming on the show tonight. Thanks, John. And I think that's gonna wrap it up. I'm I'm starting to lose my voice here. I think that'll do. Yeah, I'm I'm stuttering. That that's just not a good sign. <laughs> so thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next week. And thank you for listening to the mymac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to podcast at mymac.com. Be sure to check out our other shows, including Geekiest Show Ever, My Photo Tech Podcast, Your Own Victory Garden, and Sam's Cool Picks. All available in iTunes.